Super Talk Mississippi media production. In the Mississippi Legislature, Senate Bill 2145 funds health care for illegal immigrants. Call your legislator today at 601-359-3770. Ask them to stop Senate Bill 2145. It's not too late. You can help stop this. Paid for by Building America's Future. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. On this Friday, talking about a couple of visitors. We already did the quarterback thing earlier this week, but... Uh, a couple more visitors that I'm interested in, anyway, possibly coming to Ole Miss this weekend, transfer portal guys, and then some staff turnover happening at Ole Miss. You also have the basketball version of the Egg Bowl coming up tomorrow. I'll probably do a post-game something on here. Quite frankly, after talking to a lot of uh, a lot of you, Ole Miss fans, you don't really want to hear about it, and that is a bad place to be. And and let's just be totally honest here. I think all of you know know the situation. If a turnaround is going to happen with this basketball team to the point where Kermit Davis can save his job, you probably have to win this game uh, tomorrow. Mississippi State is pathetic offensively, <laughs> just like Ole Miss appears to be. Uh, should be a bit of a rock fight in in Starkville. But if if some miracle turnaround is going to happen and they start playing better and make the tournament and save his job. It's got to start tomorrow. Uh, This is a winnable game against a team that can't score just like you. Uh, We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you guys want to talk about portal, and you guys want to talk about uh, coaching turnover more so than you want to do basketball based on my uh, experiences uh, with you guys over the last couple of weeks. So that's what we're going to do today. Again, a couple of visitors that I want to key in on and a couple of staff changes or one that has happened and one that I think needs to happen or needs to be talked about anyway uh, for the football team. So again, I'm Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky. Also, wherever you get this, uh, wherever you get your podcast, you can get this one. Just search Rebel Report. Like on Spotify. What is it? Subscribe on Apple. I don't know the rest of them, but they're everywhere. So if you just search Rebel Report and uh, subscribe, like, whatever it is, leave a rating and a review if you like what you hear. I would appreciate that very, very much. Don't listen in browser. It's already on your phone. You've got a podcast app on your phone. Just find this there. And the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you or your business are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, you're in the market for office technology. So copyrights and printers, mail machines. Cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, tech in the office, and you are in Mississippi or your business is is in Mississippi, absms.com is the website. If you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. You tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you. That's Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. Tell them I sent you. So we'll start with the staff changes first. Uh, Purdue, a lot of Purdue theme here. You've got a baseball series coming up with Purdue later on. Uh, what is it, about a month and a half away, I think. You're playing Purdue in baseball. Uh, you've got a quarterback from Purdue visiting. Apparently, reportedly, you possibly have uh, a defensive lineman from Purdue visiting, if not this weekend, sometime soon. And now... The cornerbacks coach, Sam Carter, is off to Purdue. So Purdue theme, uh, apparently, around these parts lately. But yeah, Sam Carter, the Ole Miss cornerbacks coach, uh, has joined the staff at Purdue. 
He was with Arkansas for uh, 20 and 2021 with Ole Miss uh, last year. So there's there's ways to look at it. There's ways to spin it if you'd like. Here's what it boils down to, in my opinion. Um, One, this is not even a lateral move. It's a downgrade. I have reason to believe that this was one of those kind of staff situations that happen every year in basically every program where they're kind of encouraged to look elsewhere. Uh, Maybe that's not the case here. That was my first thought when I saw the news. I haven't had anybody uh, been able to tell me one way or the other. I haven't seen written one way or another why this happened, if it did in fact come down to, hey, you know, let you keep your job until you find a new one. You know, We're not going to renew your contract. Might be good for you to get a restart somewhere else situation. I haven't seen anybody confirm that. That was my first thought when it happened. But long story short, defensively, guys, uh, things need to change. Whether it's personnel, I, I mean, personnel on the field, I mean, they, they need linebackers, they need defensive line help. More on that here in a second. So they needed bodies on the field. But I'm talking about coaching staff and or scheme. Something has got to change for Ole Miss defensively. If Sam Carter was quote-unquote forced out, then Good, because they need to make changes. Uh, we'll talk about the Pete Golding rumors here in a second, but if you're if you're going to stay with Chris Partridge, which a lot of people think that that is the case, we shall see. I don't know, one way or the other. Uh, then something's got to give defensively. Ole Miss is not good enough on that side of the ball, and that's not excusing the offense because they got bogged down at times too. We've talked about that a good bit, especially in the red zone. Uh, bad offensively in the red zone. They made a change despite what Auburn people are trying to convince themselves. Jake Thornton was not going to return to Ole Miss. There were problems there. They needed new leadership in the offensive line room for sure. That has already happened, as you guys know. Uh, So offense needed some changes as well. But uh, Ole Miss can't continue on the status quo defensively anymore. Uh, The 3-2-6 isn't working unless you get elite linebacker play. And in 2021, as we've learned now with what they're doing in the NFL, and we we knew at the time as well, Ole Miss had elite linebacker play in 2021. Chance Campbell and Mark Robinson were elite-level NFL linebackers in the middle of that defense, and it took them until after the Arkansas game to start playing good defense with that scheme. So whether the scheme's the issue, which I think that's got to be part of it, and it is not the three-down lineman thing. I've seen too many people that just gravitate towards, well, they only run a three-man front, and like that's their criticism. And and that that's such an elementary thought, and, and it's not accurate. It's not the three-down defensive lineman that's the issue. TCU's in the national championship game running a three-man front. Mississippi State had 15 tackles for loss against the Ole Miss offense in the Egg Bowl running a three-man front on the defensive line. It's not the three-man front. That is the issue. NFL teams run three-man front. Great college teams run three-man front. It's such an invalid and inaccurate criticism. The issue is the numbers in the box. It's not the three-down linemen. It's when you have three-down linemen and two linebackers in the box, and then things like the Arkansas game happen, where Sam Pittman taunts you, basically, in the halftime and the post-game interviews, basically saying it was a numbers game and they never adjusted. It's not the three-down lineman. It's the three-down lineman paired with average linebacker play, absent Troy Brown when he was healthy, 
paired with leaving only five guys in the box. So it's just a math problem at that point, and you lose every single time. When it's six on five, guess what? You lose, and Ole Miss did. They either have to change schematically, they have to dramatically change personnel, or they have to change coaching, or maybe a combination of all of it, which I think it is simply unacceptable for Ole Miss to be as bad as they have been defensively at certain times. They have gotten run all over. They don't get to the quarterback well enough. Things have got to change, and that appears to be happening. So um, I'm not sitting here saying that it's all Sam Carter's fault. I have no idea. He could be great. Lane Kiffin could have wanted to keep him, and Purdue was just a better opportunity for him. I, I don't know. But I do know that something had to change there, schematically, personnel, and coaching, because it's not good enough. It is not acceptable, and you cannot continue on this way and expect to win anything significant when things like the Arkansas game happen to that defense. It's unacceptable. Auburn as well. There's another one. The Auburn game is unacceptable. It cannot happen. They have been good in spots, but it needs to be better, and so this might be a good step in that direction. That also leads me to the Pete Golding thing. I've had a dozen people ask me if Pete Golding's going to come to Ole Miss. I have no idea. I don't know if Lane Kiffin's going to keep Chris Partridge uh, I, I do know, though, that Alabama fans are incorrectly hard on Pete Golding. Uh, as we talked about on Wednesday, at least a little bit, Alabama was in the top 10 in, what was it, yards per play, in scoring defense, and the top 15 in total defense. The game has changed a lot. And just because they're not holding every team to zero points doesn't mean that that they're bad defensively. It's just the sport has changed some. And yes, I know Alabama has four and five-star players all over the field, and it should be easier to coach defense when that is the case. However, it's not near as bad as Alabama fans think it is. They're just comparing it to an era that is 10 years old and basically with how college football has moved and changed uh, so dramatically. It's like that's the Stone Age compared to now. Again, yards per play was in the top 10. Scoring defense was in the top 10. It's a it's a really good defense. It's just the game has changed, and at times you do give up points. So I don't know if there's any legs to it. I have no idea if it's true or not. I know people are talking about it as, as if it's out there, but Chris Partridge still has a job uh, at Old Miss. If he does remain the defensive coordinator, I would like to see some schematic changes, though, because, again, it's a numbers problem at times. And Sam Pittman just kind of spelled it out. And um, it was glaringly obvious, even to laymen like um, like us. There's also some visitors this weekend. We already talked about the quarterbacks. Uh, it's been reported that Jalen Catalan from Arkansas uh, is was supposed to or scheduled to be visiting Ole Miss this weekend. Does that change now with the, his former um Secondary coach at Arkansas who was at Ole Miss that's now at Purdue. Does that change? Because apparently he was also considering Purdue. Maybe he doesn't show up at Ole Miss this weekend. Talented player when healthy. Uh, we will see. Apparently, Caden Priestcorn from Memphis, the tight end, is slated to visit Ole Miss this weekend. He had a really good season at Memphis. Uh, he's he's one of those uh, one of those developmental kids that that you hear about all the time. Um, wasn't really uh, recruited much. I believe he signed with Memphis 
uh, out of high school to, to play quarterback, if I understand it correctly. But uh, is in the transfer portal right now. And um, big body tight end, apparently a willing and capable blocker, not going to blow you away with his ability to do it. Um, he was an unranked high school prospect that has blossomed into a really good uh, tight end. He's 6'6", 255, caught 600 yards worth of passes this year and seven touchdowns, and Ole Miss needs tight end help uh, pretty badly. I mean, w- just with bodies in the room, they don't have enough, but Michael Trigg has clearly established himself as unreliable to this point, so they need tight end help. Tight, un- tight ends apparently make this offense go. Uh, it can They can really make um, any offense go. Uh, but especially this one. So getting him in and locking him down would be a big boost for uh, for Ole Miss. And on the defensive side of the ball, Javante Jean Baptiste is a possibility. I was talking, uh, or I asked uh, my friend Zach Barry earlier today if he was like if that was actually happening, if he was going to be in town, and he said that he's a possible visitor this weekend. Hadn't played a whole lot at Ohio State, but he was a really highly sought-after high school prospect. Has played some at Ohio State. Uh, is uh, a rush end, a defensive end, uh, a prototypical size, and has been in that strength and conditioning program for, for a few years now. Um, Ole Miss needs to get better there. Cedric Johnson returning, although coming off of surgery. Tavius Robinson's gone. Very little depth there at that position. They need that for sure. And getting somebody that's been at Ohio State and that strength and conditioning program and playing some, uh, especially with his recruiting pedigree, would be a really good pickup. So uh, there's also a chance that maybe a wide receiver or two are visiting this weekend. Uh, Bryson Green from Oklahoma State, I guess, is reportedly supposed to be visiting this weekend, maybe uh, others as well. But I'm focused on the tight end because they need it the defensive end because they need it but i'm wondering at what point will more offensive line prospects emerge that's all this other stuff that i've talked about that we've talked about on the radio show and, and you've heard in a lot of places by now i'm sure none of it really matters until they can get better up front maybe the new coach will provide the the spark that they need to be better there, but they also need bodies. At least I think they do. And I haven't really seen any of those emerge yet um, from a high volume perspective anyway. I mean, they've been in on a couple that we talked about a, a couple weeks ago, but no visitors, not a whole lot materializing there. They have got to get better on the offensive line and um, they need bodies in that room as well. Uh, I'm curious to know, maybe why you don't see as much, but uh, they need to add. And um, we'll keep an eye on that for sure. So a few visitors this weekend. We talked about the quarterbacks the other day. So what is it? Two quarterbacks, a tight end, possibly Catalan from Arkansas, but we'll see if the Purdue thing has screwed that up. Uh, Possibly defensive end from Ohio State, wide receiver from Oklahoma State, uh, expected to be in town this weekend. So if there's more, uh, I'm not aware, but that's still a pretty significant uh, visitor list this weekend, and they need to start locking some of these guys down uh, to solidify their incoming recruiting class. We will see if they can get it done. In the meantime, 
enjoy your basketball game this weekend. But, um, well, try to enjoy your basketball game this weekend. Good luck. That's going to be a... It's going to be a tough watch, but that's okay. We'll talk about that uh, Saturday night, and uh, you guys enjoy your weekend otherwise. See you Saturday night, maybe early Sunday morning. See you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.